Episode 4 is dedicated to Paloma. Paloma is my partner and my best friend. She always reassures me of my talent and encourages me to take the risk because she believes in my success. Thank you, love, for believing in me and this project. Thank you for all your support in so many ways. Special thank you for your contribution and your donation to getting this project started. I love you. Welcome to Out, a podcast about folks sharing their coming out stories. And today we have Jess. Jess is going to be sharing their coming out story. Hello, everybody. I am Jess, and I've been out for... Oh my gosh, what's 39 minus 21? Go. Oh God, 39 minus 21, that's eight, uh, 18 years. 18 years I've been out. Okay, so why don't you tell us your story? How did that, how was coming out? How did that go? Yeah, um, I was dating this boy in college and for, we dated for about two years and about halfway through our relationship, he was like, you know, my best friend's girl likes you. And I was like, what? What do you mean? No. And then like for a year, I was like, I mean, she's cute, but like, I don't know. Like I have a boyfriend and grew up in a very conservative um, neighborhood and family and um, in the suburbs of Chicago. And it didn't ever cross my mind that I could like girls or be gay because no one was, no one I knew. Then I uh, was like, well, I really like her. I'm going to invite her to this concert. Um, And I was working for a radio station. And so we got like all access pass and she was like all into it. And then at the end, she turns and kisses me. And I was just like, holy shit. Okay. Um, This is what it's like to kiss a girl. And it was just like that moment of being like, Not that I was missing something because I was attracted to guys and, um, you know, really enjoyed my time with my boyfriend, but also it was just like a different feeling. And then after that, I broke up with my boyfriend. I had met this guy that we were just friends and he was someone that I became really close to. And I told him about how I like girls and I had no idea what to do. I was like, I don't know how to meet them. I don't know where they are where they are, girls that like girls. And at the time, it was even like before MySpace or something like that, there was some kind of queer online. I mean, it wasn't even queer then. It was definitely like lesbian online, how you meet people. Um, And that's how I met my first girlfriend, who is still one of my really great friends. And I dated her, her for about a couple of years. I wasn't out to my family, but eventually I was like, all right, like, grow some balls, like tell your family, like come out, you can do this. But it definitely took a very long time to grow the guts to come out. Um, Just because like I said, no one, no one in my life was. And it was like, you know, you get a little scared that people still accept you. Not that there was like ever shaming in my high school or college, but just you kind of become more comfortable and familiar with some something that's like you and I didn't know anyone that was like me so yeah I, it took me like a good couple of years to be like let's do this one day I sat my parents down and I just told them that I was bisexual and I'm like crying my eyes out being like this is me and of course well not of course but luckily gratefully they um I say of course because I knew in my heart they would be okay with me being gay um they, of course, were just like, I love you no matter what. And um, 
definitely took like a little bit of time to grow comfortable with it. Um, you know, for ask, yourself? Um, no, for them to be okay with me being gay. I mean, they loved me and supported me no matter what, but it was also like, what does this mean? Because growing up, my mom would see two women like holding hands or even like kissing on an airplane or walking down the street. And she'd be like, oh, they're really close sisters. You know, it just like wasn't in yeah, their world to um, recognize it. And yeah, coming out, I did lose like a few friends um, in my conservative neighborhood because probably just not knowing uncomfortability. It wasn't, you know, like I said, I didn't experience a lot of like shaming or anything bad. And then I moved into Chicago for 10 years and lived right by Boys Town and was able to be myself and gay and, um, yeah, just kind of grew into being super comfortable. I was also also always really comfortable with myself, but it took a while to learn that there's other people like me and other people to support me and, you know, just share stories and um, be comfortable. So, um, but yeah, I have a very, a very pleasant um, story and really didn't experience a lot of negativity. What I think is interesting is that your your boyfriend was the one to like bring this to your attention. Is it something that was it just that this girl had a crush on you, or is it something he saw on you? Did you guys ever talk about that after? Oh, uh, we actually didn't. But it was. I mean, I think that was it was literally just that she liked me. I didn't think he he knew or was like um, because I play sports that I am, you know, or some kind of the stereotypes, but. When I asked my parents, I was like, really? You had no idea. And they were like, no, because I grew up like such a tomboy. In my head, it was like, well, the girl I was dating like comes and sleeps over. And to them, it was just like, oh, they're really close friends, you know? I see. And so it was like to myself, it was like, how, how could people not know? Right. Like I wear my hair in a ponytail every day and like wear yeah. baggy clothes. And, like, yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, in reality, it's just no one. And you didn't have any of those feelings until that, until he brought that to your attention. You're like, Oh, mm-hmm. oh interesting. I yeah. could have these feelings. Yeah. I definitely considered myself bisexual for a number of years. And I mean, even to this day, if there was a guy that asked me on a date and I had like feelings towards him, I wouldn't be like, no, I clearly like girls. It's just hasn't happened in so long. The attraction but, to another, yeah. to, to a male. Yeah. 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 Um, and I guess coming out bisexual at, in the, in the time that you came out bisexual is probably also a challenging thing because I feel like like bisexuality is still kind of only becoming more acceptable in queer community. I feel like, well, especially with lesbians, because I think they have such a hard time mm-hmm. with women identifying as both. Mm-hmm. You know, they're interested in both, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. So I, you know, that's interesting that I'm glad you didn't get any like negativity towards that. Cause that, that was also a mm-hmm. topic, you know, a sensitive topic. That long ago it was just something other than straight was enough to be like, whoa, as opposed to like getting more like every, you know, as, as, um, different gender identities come about, you also maybe sometimes get a little bit more segregated within those, which is a little bit sad because we just all want to support each other. But I think because of that segregation, yeah, sometimes then you look at someone else that's not like you when you go. Yeah. yeah, There's so many identities now that I, I mean, to, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's, uh, you know, and for me, it's like, it boils down to, for me, it's so simple. It's like, I think human beings are just attracted to each other and like, they're attracted to qualities. You know, we suppress our attraction because uh, sometimes it's not socially acceptable um, because it's not 
you know, solidified by an identity and they're like, oh, you're not bisexual or, you know, you're not fully lesbian. It's like, I think that we're way more fluid than we allow ourselves to be because socially we've grown up to believe that we have to put ourselves in categories. Um, but I think when it all boils down to it, it's like we have attractions towards each other for whatever qualities it is that we find attractive, you know, from the other person. Yeah, it really is like love is love and it's hard to put someone into a box and put a lot of people that's like their comfort zone it's like you fit here so therefore i can like figure you out whereas a lot of people especially in different gender gender identities don't um when i moved from chicago to seattle i went by he and jd as you know and was definitely presented as a lot more masculine which was kind of my comfortability at the time which was really amazing to have like that expression um in a brand new city and be able to be comfortable because seattle was a lot more progressive at the time than chicago and then when i moved to the bay area chose to go by jess again and she because of my family being here some family members and also with my business wanting to kind of bring it back just to like a familiarity for me that was like a part of my heart in opening up something that was so close to something that had been a part of me for so long and um also coming into more of like a pretty boy phase and less of like a well in order to be um you know a masculine identified lesbian people are think you have to be one way or another but you can you know still be a masculine identified lesbian and be feminine and be you know pretty and be that's definitely very true i think it's a very interesting path to take too i'm I'm sure you faced a lot of interesting things identifying as a man and calling yourself jd um but yeah i think when i was growing up too and coming out i feel like there was a part of me that i felt at one point identified more male and i think it was because i had just for so long when I was younger, I was suppressing my like masculinity, you know, to be feminine, to be, to fit in what my mom wanted, what my family wanted, what society wanted from me. And then th- when I got older, I was like, oh, I really like this masculine side of me. That's where I identify and feel the most comfortable. And so I think I was like, oh, I'm going to embrace this fully. So I feel more mannish and more malish. I didn't identify that way. But if I were to identify that way, I would have absolutely been like yes i want to go by man go by i don't know what name i would have given myself but um i could definitely see where you know you like really go into that one direction really lean into that because i feel like it's for so long you suppress it and you're finally like ah i feel comfortable and i want to kind of just embrace this whole thing and then it's nice to be able to come back full circle i think that's what's great about kind of the era we live in now i think people a lot of more people are able to go back and forth and be able to just you know not really worry about like gender as being two two things and separating it so very interesting yeah it's also very like phenomenal to have people within our culture in the queer community being aware that you can offend someone whereas like in the midwest in a lot of places like you're not even aware that some a word could hurt someone so here it's amazing when people are like oh what pronoun do you use and they want to be careful like a lot of people are like you know look at me and go do you want to be called he or she and I am like either one. Well, in certain situations, it's this. In certain situations, like being called that. And, you know, that can be confusing for people. And I'm like, oh, totally. That's like totally, you know, confusing. And But I always say I won't be offended. And I think that it is amazing that people do feel that. 
Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely live in a great bubble yeah. here yeah. that a lot for of people sure. don't get to experience. So, um, all right. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your story. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else thanks you want to add? Or like, what about, like, do you have any advice for somebody that's like, hasn't come out or is like questioning coming out? Um, do you have any like advice for them or any words of wisdom? Sure. I mean, online is a fantastic place, I think, to at least talk to people. I mean, definitely be careful in who you meet, but that's what I, the the avenue that I used. And, you know, I think just basically to know that there's other people like you and where, right, of course, the whole thing is you're not alone and um, see what like your local community does, if anything, if not, you know, reaching out in a, in a broader spectrum. And of course, the Bay Area is phenomenal, like we just mentioned. So reaching out to like the LGBT center here, um, I've worked with them a little bit and they're amazing, but kind of any community that you could talk to, to um, just share your story and be more comfortable with who you are or realize that, you know, you have support. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Cool. Uh-huh. <laughs>